Uh, welcome to the Warm Down, episode 21. It's a special edition today. Uh, we're going to solely talk about the fight upcoming between Usk and AJ. Uh, we've got a couple of guests today. Uh, obviously, the regulars like Remy and Dan. We've got a special guest today uh, in P. How are you doing, P? Good, thank you. I'm good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> yeah, she's going to be here to kind of break down the fight. We're going to talk about the pros and cons of AJ and Usk. Uh, what's uh, the strengths and weaknesses and then we're going to have a little segment at the end to kind of discuss uh, P, how she's going to get on, how she's getting on in the, the boxing world down the amateur sides and what her aspirations going forward. Uh, but well, it, it, Introduce your sister, in it? So exactly. I was just say that, Dave. I mean, come on. I was, I was getting there, I was getting there, but the people need to know what we're talking about. <laughs> calm down, calm down. But, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, introduce Patricia, yeah, she's an amateur boxer at the, uh, the Finchley uh, Boxing Boxing club, and how many years have you been boxing? Boxing amateur now. Um, I've been boxing for about properly maybe three years now only, probably about that much. Not not very long. Um, yeah, I was doing all sorts before. I was it was athletics and then rugby and and then boxing just took over. That was that was the passion and it was just really good at it. So yeah, I've been doing that for a while now. I've had. 10 fights, eight wins, a couple robberies, um, six yeah. knockouts. So, you know, we don't want to spend too much time there. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah you, can, you can plug the robberies if you want, man. You can plug it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I had, uh, I had a rematch and, and, and won. So, so, yeah. And then the other girl, she, she decided to turn pro because uh, she, she didn't want the rematch. She didn't want the heat, you know. <laughs> yeah, you didn't want that Nigerian heat in the kitchen. But I, I, I understand. We all understand. Uh, how's, how's everyone feeling about this this fight coming up with uh, AJ Usk? Um, I'll start off with uh, Dan. What's your thoughts? Um, I'm a little worried. Too. Yeah. I mean, I know Usk is coming up. He's obviously he was a cruiserweight. He's thing, but he's a very technically he's very good. Will he ca- will he carry that same power up? But I don't know. But if he wants to, he could probably, you could say he could dance around my man and pick him apart if if he's that way inclined. I think he's that good. But, I mean, it's that proper test at heavyweight. This was it, second fight at heavyweight and it's a title shot? I think it's the third one now. He, was it third? Yeah, he fought um, oh, uh, Chasenton and then I think Chazora. So, yeah, the third one. Yeah. yeah. So... I mean, a, a lot of people think it's going to be a walkover for AJ, but I, I personally think it's a tough fight. The Ukrainians don't play, man. Yeah. Got a long line of them Ukrainians, man, going back to the Klitschko's. <clears throat> you got you got Lomachenko as well, his running buddy as well. So, Nusk, you know, all. It ain't Nusk's, um, ain't, ain't his pup's um, things trainer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I, I yeah, think, yeah. yeah, Lomachenko's dad, isn't it? Yeah, trains him, yeah. I think. Yeah, so there. Well, I, well, but his, I don't know if he's his head trainer. No, nah, but I think he's in the I, team. I, I think. I, yeah, I think, I think they're all part of the same kind of team. Yeah. Uh, well, like, Rem, what's your thoughts? Like, the, the fight in itself, like, what's about it? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's happening, to be honest. I know everyone wanted um, Fury Joshua. And don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not going to sit here and lie and say I didn't want it. Of course I wanted it, but 
I'm a big fan of us, man. Like, Dan will know, even with UFC, which is which is my main combat sport like, that, I watch, that I follow. Like, I, I like technically, technically sound guys. Like, um, and that's what us kids, us kids is as technical as you can get. So it's 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 a different kind of challenge for for AJ. You know what I mean? Obviously, the size, the the power, how how much of a factor will that have? Um, obviously, we know Joshua is weighed in a little less. Oscar's got and um, put more pounds on a little. But I think Oscar powers is is not really the question because I don't. I don't think he expects to knock out Joshua. We have seen Joshua wobbled. We have seen him hurt a couple of times. But, yeah, I, I personally don't think that Oscar's going to go in there and, and, and search for the knockout. I think he's going to look for a 12-round a where he just does what he does. We know he starts slow. We know he picks the pace up. Um, Anthony's, like, very strong in the in the early rounds and then the late rounds, he like kind of that midsection. Being a big guy is natural, you know what I mean. You, you can start to see his arms get a bit heavy and stuff. What would have happened now with with him losing a bit of weight? So that's where it could help him, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, like Usk is it's just whether Anthony can catch Usk enough clean. Uh, 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 can he catch him enough times clean? I think if he does that, uh, I, I think he'll win. Yeah, I got a question for you, Patricia. Um, with regards to Usk, do you think it's too soon for him to face AJ at this stage, or do you think he needed another fight? Um, personally, I think he, he he did step it up quite quite a bit just because of uh, off the back of his performance um, from obviously Chisora. You could see where he struggled. You could see he struggled with the weight. Um, he obviously outboxed Chisora. But I think AJ is just another level from uh, for for Yusik, and just seeing how Josh is training in the gym and just you know with his with his new setup and just how focused he looks, I, I think uh, I think it'll definitely be a challenging fight. But I, I think Josh has got this in the bag. Yeah, I, I don't know if you can elaborate, but you said about the new uh, training setup. I mean, what what's that involved? Or so obviously, you know. Being at Finchley, we see Josh uh, do some training sessions, but he's um, majority of the time he's over in Sheffield. But just from you know what we do see from sparring, um, I, I helped set up some sparring with uh, one of the Kazakh boys from Stonebridge Boxing Club, um, and just just looking at him there, and just you know trying out different tactics. I don't know if you know a coach called Joby Clayton. He's a, he's a really um, decorated uh, coach. He's, he's coached Ben Whitaker um, and, and some other top oh, the, amateur the, boxers. The guy got the silver medal at the Olympics. He refused to put the, the thing over it, the silver medal. Uh, over his... um, ben Whitaker got silver, yes, at yeah. 75 kg in this year's Olympics. Yeah. Um, and like you can just see it, Ben Whitaker's quite, you know, he, he's on his toes, he's agile, he's slick. And Joby looks as if he's trying to incorporate some of that into Josh's training regime. So, um, you know, I just, I just think he's, he's just really confident. Just, you know, not speaking for him, but just from, from what we're seeing, you know, what we're seeing here in the gym and, 
you know, what we're hearing, it's, it's, it's just looking really tight and I think he's ready for it. So what, what do you think in terms of the things that AJ does well, um, Remy? Uh, listen, I, I've said it from, from early fundamentals. He's, he's brilliant. His fundamentals are, are spot on, man. He, he doesn't open himself up too much. Like he, he did against Ruiz because he, he took a chance. Maybe it was because it was in America he wanted to impress or maybe because obviously Ruiz was a late opponent. He maybe took him a little lightly or whatever. But most of the times his fundamentals are very good. And I think if he didn't have very good fundamentals at the level that he has it at, Usyk will probably be favourite. <laughs> but because of his fundamentals and, and the sheer natural heavyweight size that he is, that 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 makes him favourite. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, t- I totally agree with you. I think he's, uh, you know, c- comparing fighters, you know, like, I always compare like a wild though, he's quite erratic and he's kind of, kind of got that windmill motion, but he carries that knockout, knockout that's, power. That's the complete opposite. That's no fundamental. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying compared to, compared to AJ, who's got the fundamentals and he can punch and, because a lot of people kind of hype up Wilder as this, this like the main the main guy, but and kind of criticize AJ, and I think AJ has all the fundamentals. I know he needs to move his head a bit, a little bit, but yeah, hundred uh, percent the head movement. Yeah, that that's a good point. The head movement he he he, he needs to improve, and he's going to need to improve that tomorrow. Yeah. That 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 that's definitely going to have to improve, and he's going to have to match Usyk's feet. Yeah, because his Usyk's feet is on the next level. Similar to Lomachenko, it's just that he's bigger than Lomachenko, so obviously he doesn't move as as quick. But his feet are very good, um, and and that's where he can. If Ruskas win it, that that's where he can win it. Is is I think it's his feet. We know how good his hands are. We know he doesn't. He pit a pat as you. You know what I mean? He just touches you, and and it's about volume, and. Um, his feet put him in the position. You know where he does, and he was doing it against Derek. Now, whether you do it against Joshua is a different thing, where he, he, he hides behind your own shoulder. You know what I mean? So you can't see him, and he's swinging that left around the corner. You ain't even seen it coming. You're kind of, well, where the fuck is this guy? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a very interesting fight. But yeah, it, as I said, the fundamentals um, is, is, is positive, and his head movement is negative. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, in terms of, uh, obviously, AJ taking this fight, uh, Dan, do you, th- do you think that he could have, you know, was the right thing to take this fight? Because I know a lot of rumours are saying that before he was going to potentially vacate the belt um, and let uh, Usk maybe fight Joyce. Do you think he, you know, he was vindicated in terms of taking this fight with Usk? Um, yeah, I know there was rumours about him dropping a title, but his ultimate goal is to be that undisputed guy so if you want to be the be the man you got to be everyone who's put in front of you so I think it was is it this is it this is this is it this smart play you could have just let them fight and jump back in afterwards after he potentially if he went and beat Fury and come back for another title but I don't know but I think it was the fight to make, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. I think, uh, 
I think you get a lot more. I think you get a lot more respect for taking the fight because, like you said, eventually he's going to have to fight Rust. So kind of get him in out of the way so he can kind of position himself to potentially fight the winner of Tyson Fury and Wilder. Uh, bodes well for him, but I, I feel for this particular fight, it's a kind of a lose lose situation for Anthony Joshua because even if he does manage to beat Rust, people are just going to not going to give him enough credit that he deserves because I don't think the whole media or the, or the the casual kind of know much about Usk and kind of rate him as as maybe a, maybe a Tyson Fury or uh, a Wilder. But what things do you think Usk does really well, and what brings to the table that AJ is going to have to combat in this fight? Um, I'll go with like Remy said, his footwork. He's he's he's, he's hard to hit. He's he's got that because he had that. Um, strong amateur background. So he, he put in a lot of time as opposed to AJ. Because what did AJ do, like two or three years? Yeah, I think, yeah, a couple, yeah, couple of years. A couple yeah. of like the, the world circuit before he jumped into the Olympics and then yeah. won the man, then went into professional, yeah. So obviously Us- Usyk came into it a little bit late, but his, his, um, his grounding in the amateur, amateur ranks properly set him up to be that guy, in my opinion. Because uh, like you said, the casuals maybe don't don't know about him and this, that, and the other. But if you follow boxing, you know that the, this guy is the real deal. So I think, yeah, his, his, his footwork is... Because um, you know he's not going to just stand in front of AJ to get, to get caught with an uppercut or something. So I reckon he'll... So AJ's got to come with something a little bit different. But as Trisha said, he's been been working on things and changing it up. But um, I don't know. My one is, it's a tough fight either way. Um, But I I think he's definitely got it in him to, to have a shot. Yeah. With, yeah. with the with the thing are you saying like it's a lose lose. Yeah. Like because the casuals maybe don't respect music for that. Listen, at the end of the day, you can't do nothing about that. You know what I mean? At the end mm. of the day, people don't know the sport, but obviously he's representing England, everyone just jumps on the train and goes with yeah. it. But I think the, if anything, the excuse will be the size. That's where people will say, well, AJ is miles bigger than him. He's expected to be. Yeah, that's, that's, but, what, I, that's what I meant by the, the, the lose-lose. I mean, he's not big. Yeah, he yeah, in that way, that's the argument that you could, that people are going to throw out. But uh, again, that depends how Joshua beats him. If, if Joshua clips him and, and hurts him with a shot that you don't expect him to get hurt with, then you can kind of say it's, maybe it's a power thing, it's a size thing. Uskis was just maybe should have got more used to getting hit by heavyweights before he stepped in there with a guy who's undisputed. But Uskis extreme confidence in his abilities because he knows what he is. Whether the English, as you said, he travelled around, man. He's yeah, he's used to this and like. The one thing I do like is from both of them is is, is the demeanor. Like, us never changes, and and Joshua, to be fair to him, is like, he's 
he's relaxed most of the time, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I just watched his interview after the win and he was super relaxed. Now, was he super relaxed because Us almost puts you in that position because he's so relaxed himself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's no bad blood, there's nothing to get him pissed off about, nothing to get him agitated or or he knows at the end of the day, he knows how good this guy is. He knows when you're saying lose, lose, if he wins, especially the fans that are, are, are real fans of him, they're gonna say, Listen, you beat the guy that was undisputed, Cruiserweight. Okay, it's, it's, it's a weight down, but this guy is unbeaten, had 400 amateur fights, as good as you can get an amateur career, uh, a gold medalist, and AJ kind of takes that with him. The same as if us beats him. Obviously, he's climbed a higher mountain because he's gone up up the weight, you know what I mean? Mm. But the um, reward's a lot better for us, isn't it? Because... Obviously, yeah, he's, yeah, conquered, yeah, yeah. he's conquered the cruiserweight. It's nice coming up to heavyweight, and if he beats Joshua, then he, you know, he takes, you know, oh, he, he's, of the he's old, the he, like, Yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't beat that. That's everything. These mm. higher weights, that's everything. Take undisputed cruiserweight and then undisputed heavyweight. Oh, come on, man. Yeah. Do you, Do you think this is a, a uh, AJ's toughest fight to date? I do. I do because. As I said, I, I I like technique in it, and we'll see when it happens. If AJ takes him up quickly, then obviously that in hindsight that's different. But right now, I I I think it is. I think Usk is at a great age. Um, could he have a little more experience? Yeah, at, at professional level, especially against heavyweights. Yeah, he could. As Patricia said, maybe one more, two more fights would have been perfect for him, but. Um, yeah, I, I believe because of the accolades that the guy has. Um, and as I say, you just have to watch him, man. Like, if you don't watch him and think that this guy is high level, you're blind. You're, yeah, you're, 100%. Because, listen, as, as we were saying before, before we started recording, like Chisora, for example, is he's an awkward guy to fight. Because you're not used to sparring guys that just swing like barbarians. You know what I mean? And and it, it, you have to be at almost at certain angles, you're not even safe because the punches come from everywhere. You know what I mean? Um, and as I said, I was impressed with Chisora's cardio because he went at him like a madman for the first two rounds, definitely. And in the third round, he kind of got beat up a bit and that kind of slowed him down and Usk took over as Usk does he starts slow and then he picks it up because he's really new and stuff um, and then from there it was just he was lighting him up but for the last three rounds Derek was still there and not just still there in spirit he was still there physically he was throwing you know what I mean so um I can't remember the question, but <laughs> now, uh, I was going to touch upon you said about the cardio because uh, obviously that was a concern for AJ because obviously I've noticed obviously on the way in that he's weighed a little bit lighter compared to when he fought Kubrat Pulev in uh, December. Do you think that in, in terms of the cardio that can, he can withstand and go toe to toe with Usk over 
I believe it's going to be over 12 rounds. I don't think this is going to be a fight where it's going to be ended in maybe eight rounds. I think AJ's planned this to go the whole 12 rounds because he's going to need to because I think it was just a special fire. Um, the cardio, um, I, I don't think, obviously the cardio, we expect us to, to obviously be lighter and, and his movement and stuff. Um, I don't think Joshua has a huge problem cardio-wise. I just think he has his size, his sheer size. You can't be that big. You can't be that, that muscular and not get tired. Your arms to fill up with blood. It happens, man. Um, so there's kind of nothing he can do about that. But as I said, he, he's coming a little lighter. So maybe that would just help him. Just that little bit extra. Who knows? But as I said, I, he's got to fight smart. He's got to pace himself. Because he can't chase this guy. You can't chase him. You can't chase him and expose yourself. And as I said... Joshua has got smarter as he's gone along. There's been fights where he's gone in there and he says, I'm not going to put myself in danger. Because I've said it before. Listen, no one likes to get hit. Obviously, you have to expect to get hit. It's a boxing match. Like, it's like going swimming. You're going to get wet. You know what they're saying. <laughs> like, but I have to say, a few times that I've seen him get hit, I didn't like his reaction. I, I didn't like his reaction. He almost closes his eyes a bit. and But as I said, like, it was from the Parker fight. Like, he was very smart. Very defensive. Not the greatest thing to watch, but look, that's not his job. His job is to win. Kind of kind of reminded me of the, um, the Klitschko, uh, Vladimir Klitschko days where he, he didn't like getting hit and then all of, all of a sudden he changed his style. Kind of like, you know, the fundamentals, the long jabs, keeping everything long in the jab and just closing out and systematically breaking opponents and then, yeah. you know, trying to beat, beat them that way. It's called it's being very... smart. It's called yeah. being smart, man. Floyd, smart. Um, Ward, smart. And, and what do these guys also have tagged with them? Boring. <laughs> and Joshua ain't a boring fighter because he's got bare knockouts. Don't get me wrong. You get me? I'm not saying he's boring. I'm just saying he can do that. He can do that thing where he he can be smart and and not get involved in 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 things that he doesn't need to get involved in. Um, will he be too confident at a stage in this fight and say, "Oh, I can go toe to toe with this guy"? And and maybe he will, and he might do it at the right time where he knows a hundred percent he's 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 safe and he's felt Oscar's power or whatever, and and he feels comfortable. Um, but, yeah. yeah, Patricia, I was going to ask you a question about um, Usk. Do you think he hits hard enough to kind of get AJ's respect and keep him off uh, for, throughout the rounds? Um, I think he'll gain more respect off his footwork and his, his, his boxing knowledge. But in terms of his power, I don't think so. Again, just going off the back of his, the only fight he's had as a Heavyweight. Hello. She, she glitched up. She seized up on the, uh, on the on the screen. Now, but what what she was saying was was right. As I said about mm. the, the feet, 
And I don't think AJ maybe has to be too worried about the power. But sometimes you've got to be worried about the speed more mm. and the brain more, as I said, the feet more. You've got to be worried about them things more than just your power with this guy, you know what I mean? So that's that's something that is is um it's not easy to to kind of think. Patricia back now. Yeah, sorry so. about that. Yeah, yeah we're back now. Had some technical difficulties. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think with with Usyk, I think Josh will. Well, I think we'll more so appreciate his, you know, his footwork, his technique, and his just his his boxing IQ, and the amateur pedigree. But when it comes to power, I I, I don't think Josh will struggle with that. You know, just you know. We obviously have to take into consideration the weight difference and just the natural weight. You know, Josh carries around this natural heavy weight and Usyk's, you know, he's he's he's, he's new to this, you know, heavyweight game. So it's, it's different techniques, it's different styles and it's just, you know, it's just a natural ability. I mean, it, it, it's I, I always relate it to like when I'm sparring and sometimes if I'm sparring someone heavier but doesn't have a good technique, you're still going to feel that weight because it's just natural weight behind you. It's natural punch weight behind that, you know, you know, behind the glove. So I, I don't think Josh will struggle much with, uh, with, with Usyk's power. I mean, he might be a changed boxer. You know, Usyk might have changed his camp, might have, you know, learned, learned from the, the Chisora fight, but I, I don't think Josh will struggle with that. But with, with, with the, um, as you said, with the feet and the technique, could it be mm. that it's the punches that that you don't see, as they say, the punches yeah. that you don't see, and the way that he, as I said to David earlier, he hides almost behind your own shoulder. Yeah, comes round with his left, and you're not seeing it come. And obviously, his mm. left hand is his best hand. I'm not saying I don't think he could knock Joshua out, but with the volume True. and 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 the, as I said, the accumulation of punches that he don't see, can that take a toll on? Possibly, possibly, yeah, you're right. But I just think Josh is really, you know, I, I think he's uh, he's not going to struggle with the power, in my opinion. <laughs> I think uh, the accumula accumula accumulation of punches and the, the movement and the speed as well, because obviously if you've got speed, to, uh, you know, to add it to that, that could cause a lot of problems for AJ. I just think, it's, you know, he's got a box smart and I don't think he, he needs to not to get drawn in to Usk's games. Because I, I, what I like about Usk is when he, any fight... He kind of like for a couple of rounds is is kind of like seeing how the opponent acts and he reacts off that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of tries to see what what rhythm or sequence the other the, the fighter has before he goes and implements he sets his traps. That's what that's what I was saying earlier. He sets traps. Yeah, so he he implements his game and he's a very intelligent boxer man. I, you know, I, I think he's up there with like you know the current heavyweights at the moment. I think it's an ideal time. I think he feels his camp feels that this is the right time to get AJ. And I think AJ has got, you know, he's got a, a lot of things to consider when you get into the ring because, you know, from a technical point of view, you know, you could us could potentially just give a masterclass. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how AJ combats that and how he's going to approach that that fight. If if um, as you're saying, like maybe Josh um Joshua, Usyk got one more heavyweight fighting at least to prepare for for going for the belts. Who who do you think that that could have been or should have been? 
I think it should have been Joe Joyce. Joe Joyce or maybe an Andy Ruiz. I, I think for Joshua uh, Ruiz? I, I think so, yeah. Um, I think that'll be an entertaining fight. It, I think if Ruiz gets himself in, in, in shape, I think he'll be motivated. I think you need that I think that step up because no disrespect to Chisora. You know what Chisora is. He's a, he's a gatekeeper. So, you know, he's, he's just one of them guys you just go to before you get onto the next level. So I don't think you learn much from fighting a guy like Chisora, but I think maybe a Joyce or a Ruiz, Joyce because of the, his movement as a big man, He's very like he's got an engine on him and he throws volumes of punches and it'll be interesting to see. It's a rematch, obviously, because obviously Oscar's beating him in the amateurs, but Joyce is a different animal now. So it would have been nice to kind of moved up the levels and fought someone. But the Ruiz fight, Ruiz is very deceptively quick and he's got deceptive like power as well. And I think that would have been the ideal setup, uh, like ideal match before fighting like an AJ. So that would have, that would have been the fight, but. I don't think Ruiz would have taken the fight. Do, do, do you agree with that, Dan? Do you think he should have had one more heavyweight fight? Um, yeah, I could agree with that, <clears throat> to be honest. It's, what do you say, three fights, bang, title shot. And I know he's got the pedigree well, of two fights behind him, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... And Patricia, the, the, the same question that like you said that um, Usk would have needed one or two more. Who do you think he, he, he should have fought instead of straight into this? Um, I think, yeah, when, when, when we're looking at it, yeah, Joe Joyce, maybe even Takam. I don't know, Takam's quite good. Takam's, that would have been a good fight for him. Um, but... I've yeah, one, I think... I have a one name still. Ortiz. Sorry? Ortiz, you know, you know, he's still a seasoned. He's probably like in his fifties or sixties now. But yeah, that's yeah, I, I think that would have been a high blood pressure, man. He's on a blood pressure tablet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ortiz, uh, I don't know about that. And that no, would have been a boring I, I, fight. Because I, I know what you're saying, but I just think mm. like he's he's been around, he's been in there with, with Wilder, so he's obviously got knocked out by Wilder, don't get me wrong. But like I think power wise, that's that's a that's a heavyweight, isn't it? Mm. But it's, and, in and terms said, of technically, he's very good as well. Yeah, fundamentals just like yeah. Joshua is very good. But I think in terms of Ortiz, yeah, he's a very skillful. He's got that power behind him. But because they're both southpaw, I think it generally would make a boring fight. I think it would be a good fight, good elite level fight. But I don't think he would learn much. I think he learns a lot more from fighting someone who's a bit more powerful. And I don't really want to see Ortiz, you know. All right, all right. I've got a question for Patricia. I know, I know, I know AJ is a boy. <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> but, but are you worried about the Southpaw? No. I think, you know, with every camp, you know, you've got your sparring partners that you're you're trying to, you know, work with and just learning new things and learning new skills and just adapting to, to who you're going to be facing on fight night. Um, I don't think he'll struggle with that. I just, I think he's ticked all the boxes and I just really think he's ready this time. And, you know, in terms of the South four, you know, he's, he's had the relevant sparring to, to tackle any of these struggles with a, with a skilled South four like, um, like Usyk. 
So, uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be different. I'm not saying it's going to be an easy fight. I, I think it'll be a quite challenging. It's going to be an interesting fight. A lot of people are saying it's, it's looking 50-50. Um, but uh, I, I definitely think... I definitely think Josh has just got it, and that's just not—that's not me being biased. That's just—that's—that's. Uh, that, that, I, I guess you can say that's—that's—that's that's, that's some, you know, inside inside yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, visuals, yeah. and just and just seeing that this this guy is he's, he's, yeah, I think he's ticked all the boxes, eh? See up and close. Yeah, so you, you literally see it up and close, and you know it's yeah. He's I I think he's got it. You know the the, the Marge David the, the Marge thinks that uh. Josh is going to do it in uh, in round eight knockout. So uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, the Marge's got it wrong. This this Nigerian bias now. Fuck it. We've got all kinds of bias going. Teammates, Nigerian. Was right the last time down on. Yeah, but all, all I'm saying is all I'm saying is that this Nigerian's every, every sport, whether it's football, boxing, oh, yeah, ever we're just taking over yeah. right now. You even got fucking whiskey. That's right, man. You got to understand, man. It's just, it's just, it's just natural things. You got whiskey as well. Yeah. It's domination. But going back to your point, though, Patricia, when you mentioned about you know the the sparring, it's very difficult. I know, obviously, you sit up and close, and what you've seen and that about his um sparring partners, but it's very difficult to kind of replicate that sparring, especially you know very talented, gifted. A boxer, um, you don't you don't feel that Oscar will cause any problems, or do you, you're really confident from what you've seen that he can handle what Oscar's going to give him. I mean, you know, this is heavyweight boxing, so literally anything can happen. You know, all it takes is one punch, and and that's it. So you know, we know, we know, you know, we know, you know, no one's invincible, especially in a, especially in this. Oh, I think the battery's gone. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, so I, I think, uh, you know, no one's invincible. And I think uh, Usyk's going to come with his own struggles and, and, and his own uh, difficulties for Josh. But, um, you know, sparring, sparring at the end of the day. And, you know, you, you're never going to sometimes in sparring, especially when you're sometimes you'll have sparring where it's just, you know, just working on the body. Or you know, just working on a certain thing you've learned in 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 the in in training, but you sound like you're in a village in Nigeria somewhere. Team, and I think he's 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 ready for anything that you six gonna throw at him. Sounding very biased, but it, it, it's it's true. <laughs> yeah, that Nigerian bias is strong. I've literally strong. just pulled up. Pulled up and really bad. Yeah, no, it sounded like no, you're in the village somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> real, real bad. Good, but, um, good one, Dave. Did you <laughs> get any of that? <laughs> uh, got, we got, got some of it. I'll, I'll, I'll edit the bit out and then we'll get David's comment about you being in the village of Nigeria. <laughs> like that, Remy. Okay, I understand. <laughs> Bro, that, that's got to be a, a clip for when you put that on Insta. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I want, obviously, I want to get everyone's prediction. Uh, yeah, in yeah, terms, yeah. Who's, who, who do you think's gonna who's gonna win? What round? Um, if Patricia can give one. Um, 
I'll start I mean, off with you. Even if you can't, we know an answer. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll, uh, we'll start with Remy. What your what your predictions are for the fight and what round or? Um, I I I think it's gonna be tight. I, I think it's gonna go all the way. I, I I think I think Asia's gonna edge you on points. Just okay. Uh, what about yourself, Dan? What do you think? I'm gonna go the other way. Usyk on points. And I'll actually put money on them. Don't watch me. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> what about you? What about you, Patricia? Oh, she's gone. Nope, she's gone. Yeah, Have you come back in? Well, I gave her the thing in it, so you can just click the link and come back, yeah. come back in. Uh, well, we know what our prediction was going to be anyway. Joshua was going to win by first round knockout. First round. I'm joking. <laughs> 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 yeah, but. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, you can go for the undercard if you want. Um, I don't know yeah. none of these motherfuckers. We'll get a prediction if she's back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you ready to give your prediction, Patricia? Disclosure, yeah. Around the Marge's house, yeah, the, the, the Wi-Fi. The, it's like it's like being in the Asgards, isn't it? So yeah, <laughs> I, I know the pain myself. So that's what I'm going to have to face when I go back there tomorrow. So yeah, uh, I can share her pain. <laughs> well, then we've got an issue. If yeah. she can't, she can't, and then yeah, I said we'll try and under under recap. We'll we'll definitely get her on, isn't it? Yeah, I'm um, actually here. You can you hear me? Yeah, no, yeah we can hear. We can hear now. Yeah, uh, I've just changed the. I've just put on the Wi-Fi. My oh, predictions. Okay. Oof. Ah, I d- I don't know. Like I said, the Marge said uh, around eight knockout, and and she's been quite accurate with her predictions. Um, previously for the Povetkin fight in Wembley, she said round seven, put down ten pounds on round seven, got a hundred and something pounds back. So uh, I think I'm going to stick with the Marge's prediction here. And let's call it. Let's call it round eight. <laughs> Very optimistic there. Uh, I, yeah, look, man, I I think it's just going to go twelve rounds. It's, it's a tough one, man. I, I think maybe Joshua wins it on on points, but I I, I could see us getting shagged a little bit here. Um, I think they might favour the work from Joshua, whether he or not. But I think all the chips are in Joshua's favour, so I think yeah. he might just nick it on points. Um, you want to go through the undercard? Yeah. I mean, so just just, just yeah. quickly. I mean, I, I don't know who any of these guys are. I know Lawrence Sapoli, and I promised myself I'll never watch him fight again. Yeah, Lawrence Sapoli. <laughs> um, <coughs> I guess man stepping out for a smoke during that fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's some notice, noticeable fights on the undercard. I'm stepping out for a smoke now. What's it? Yeah, no, noticeable fights on the undercard. Um, Lance Acoli, WBO cruiserweight champion, in his first defense, um, fighting uh, Prakovic. Uh, very impressive Acoli at the moment. You know, he won the title uh, back in December on the the Pulev Pulev AJ card in December, and his first defense. Patricia, I mean, you know a bit about the Lawrence Okoli. I mean, what's your thoughts on him? Um, I personally think that Okoli has been a bit boring in his previous fights, but recently he's uh, he's I was I was quite I was quite impressed with his, his previous fight. He seems like he's switched it up a bit, but um, yeah, I, I think uh, I think he'll run through this guy. I don't I don't see any problems with um with who he's got. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think the I think that the, the main difference for Lawrence Okoli is now he's he's now partnered with Shane McGuigan now, and Shane McGuigan has worked on 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 his movement and his power, and he's generating that power to knock these guys out, so he's been more effective. So, I think <clears throat> Lawrence should um, run through uh, Prokovic and then move on to unify the belts with maybe a Bradis or uh, uh, someone else. So, I think that's the next phase, and I think with Lawrence, I think he should just go through the whole the whole division. Under, go go undisputed before he moves the moves up to heavyweight. So I think he's got time, and I think he's on the right the right path. Uh, but m- moving on, uh, we'll look at um, Callum Smith. Uh, Callum Smith, you know, was a former WBA super middleweight champion. Uh, he, he lost his last fight to Canelo quite convincingly over twelve rounds. You know, I had him had him to win that fight, and he let me down. Uh, but Canelo, uh, Canelo, aka oh, you were guessing about that. Oh, of course, gassing like the moon. Win, but gonna win. I thought it was too big, too strong. But listen, that's what that's what contaminated meat can do to you, man. But it, <laughs> it's what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is but yeah, he, listen, you know, he's moved up now to light heavyweight, trying to campaign to be a two weight world champion. He's fighting Costello, his first fight. So it's going to be interesting to see how he deals with the weight um, in that fight. But I expect him to kind of win that. Uh, another couple of notable fights. I know, Patricia, you know this guy very well. Florian Marku. He's got a good following. Uh, a lot of uh, Albanians expect to be uh, at the fight tomorrow. He's kind of campaigning for a fight against Conor Ben. What do you think about Marku? I think I think Marku's a skilled fighter. I think he's uh, he's really confident. Some might say overconfident, but, um, you, know, it, you know, you can see how he talks to people in the ring. You know, as, as he's boxing them, um, but I, I, I think he's—they—they've got different styles. I mean, Florian's Florian's really, really fast. He's agile. He's slick. He doesn't—you know—he doesn't, you know, he doesn't s- s- trade in the pocket too much. Um, and from what I've seen from the other guy, um, his name's escaped me now. Um, uh, Prompton. He's uh, yeah, a bit more experienced than uh, the Florian Mark. Who some say this is a very yeah, diff- difficult a fight for him. I think it'll definitely be a difficult fight. It's definitely a level up, but this guy's a bit slower from what I've seen. He, you know, he's 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 more so inside fighter. So if he can catch Florian, then Florian will have some problems. But I'm excited for that fight as well. Uh, that's going to be a good fight. Do you, do you think if Florian beats uh, Progdan, do you think he's ready to fight Conor Ben? Because I know obviously before before yeah, Conor Ben, up, isn't it? I think I think that. Do you think that's the most logical step now for Marku? Because uh, I know I, Conor Ben is saying he's ch- he's trying to chase for world title. You know, not aspirations, but do you think the next fight uh, coming up for Conor Ben? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I don't know if uh, Florian's chasing uh, um, elsewhere. Uh, sorry, I don't know if um, Ben is chasing elsewhere, but I think that'll be a good fight. It'll be a good fight for the viewers and uh, it'll be it'll be competitive. I think it'll be a 50-50 fight, that one. Yeah, no, yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I mean... My thing a bit about Conor Ben, I think you know, I think it's a bit too premature for him to be calling out. I know he called out uh, Porter. I just think Porter would run run right over him. I don't think he's at that level yet. I think he, you know, domestically, I think that's where he's at. A couple of fights there, and then maybe move up and fight a Flo- Marku or an Avanesian who beat Josh Kelly. So that, I think that's that's his path. And then maybe after beat winning those fights, maybe start looking at. World, world honors those names uh, like your Porter, your Thurmans, and your Garcias. But for Danan being, I think the Marku Connor 
fight does make sense and it will garner some interest. Uh, but moving on, Campbell Hatton, the son of Ricky Hatton. Uh, he's under the 258 management under AJ, so he's he's uh, fighting tomorrow. Uh, you know, expecting, you know, he's still early in his development, you know, he's way off, you know, everyone, you know, the second coming, they say a Ricky Hatton, so it'll be interested to see how he gets on. But um, I think we're going to move on now and kind of uh, talk about you, Patricia, now and about your journey and what your aspirations are. Um about your boxing, boxing, how you feel your boxing career is going at the moment in the amateur scene? Yeah, um, it's going really, really well. Been sparring um, some some top girls. Hannah Rankin's done like over well over a hundred rounds with 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 her. She's a pro boxer. Um, Sandy Ryan um, and just some some other top some other top um, amateur boxers as well. And that's just all throughout lockdown. Um, I had a, my last fight was in 2019, end of 2019, and that was for the mm-hmm. Golden Girls um, Box Cup. Yeah, so that was in Sweden. Um, one, I won that tournament. That was like over three days. Um, so I just really want to just get out there now. But it's really funny because my uh, my coach is finding it hard for me to. It's finding it hard to match me because no one wants to fight me now. He's, I think he's tried a few times and a lot of these girls have just declined. I think because as soon as like you, you know who you're matched against, you just do a bit of research. And obviously not everyone's been active during lockdown, but I've just been training, sparring, sparring, training, like nonstop. Um, so my aspirations this year is to win the ABAs. Um, and I think it's called NECs now, but that's basically the Elite National Championships. Um, and that's taking place in uh, November. Um, and basically, if you win that, you're you're almost guaranteed a, a spot on Team GB. Um, uh, before that, there's also the MTK Lonsdale Belt competition in October, which um my club has entered me into. Um, so just looking to to win that, and just trying to get as many fights in as possible. Um, and then um, potentially go pro, but just just see how this season this season goes. Just just get these fights in and just get the wins, um, and just be really active before I make any other decisions. Really, so yeah, no, it's going well. It's, it's going really well. Yeah, just to kind of touch on, I know you said you're looking to go pro. I know, I know, the, I know, the margin has got her reservations about your you boxing. So how are you gonna how are you gonna navigate yeah. that? That's a bit of a well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look at you. Go ahead. Um, probably just one day, I just one day pop on and be like, yo, <laughs> gone pro, and then that's it. You know, there's <laughs> you know, when you you got sometimes you just gotta chase your dreams, and you know, I wouldn't be in this sport, I wouldn't be actually considering it if I didn't think I'd be going all the way to the top or just you know being really, you know, being really good at it because. I've been in the ring with a former WBC title holder and she, Hannah Rankin. Hannah Rankin's box, Savannah Marshall. She's boxed Clarissa Shields and I'm sparring her. And, you know, if if I'm going to be honest, um, I, I'm not having any problems. I mean, David, you, I've sent you the videos of me okay. sparring with her. I, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I've I seen that video as well. Yeah, I, 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 I showed it. As I, I said to David, 
you're doing more than well again, sir. Thank you. More than Thank well. Thank you. Like, yeah, yeah. you. You can see, like, with her, you can see she's professional. Just just in, mm-hmm. like, just the little way she moves and stuff. Like, but, mm-hmm. as I said, like, for you be doing this three years, and... Not long, yeah. Right at the beginning, like, there was a little period where she started coming back. I think later in the mm-hmm. videos that I was watching. But the, 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 mm-hmm. the first videos, like, you were, you were outboxing her, really. Like, mm. and, and you've got that, like, you're very long. Yeah, the arms, got, boy, oh, my God. Yeah, you've yeah. got long arms, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, obviously, I ain't a coach, but, like, with with combat sport, technical-wise, I, I, like, I, I clock things and stuff, like, and... Mm-hmm. Other girls, like, I was saying it to my brother earlier. I was talking to my brother earlier, boy. Right? Um, mm-hmm. and, and girls, the one thing with girls, whether it's MMA or boxing, they're rough and ready. Yeah. Everybody, oh. everybody. Everybody wants to tear up. Everybody's on the tear up. Everybody That's will fair. get involved in the tear up. But um. what separates the ones is, is either, it's like Katie Taylor, is speed. Mm-hmm. And then you get like Chris's shields or something. It'll be power, but mm-hmm. like there's not too many that are just. You can see levels trying to be smarter than the others, and mm-hmm. if you use your length, man, like I'm t- there's not mm-hmm. much girls that are gonna be able to deal with. Because straight away you can see, I was like, wow, your sister's on for so long, compared to mm. <laughs> yeah. like, and you were hitting her with jabs, yeah, and and you were hitting her with nice jabs at the beginning, like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I was impressed because he showed me the at your first amateur kind of fights. Yeah, the improvements. Yeah. And and one thing you could tell is like you're a fighter, and mm-hmm. like, even yeah. then it was it was scrappy and it wasn't yeah. so technical. But yeah, like yeah. And, and and the girl that you were, you're never gonna remember this fight. But the girl you were you were fighting, I think she that was the one you said, David. She got shagged in it. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, you, well, she'll she'll know. The first, you know, the one that don't want the, the rematch. First, yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah, it yeah, was, yeah. To, to be honest, it was very close, yeah. very close. Like, yeah. I mean, to be a judge on that, it was, I don't know, like, mm. but just that reason you can see why she don't want to rematch you. Yeah. Because now, can you and and you could see that she was way more ready than you was at that stage. Yeah. You could see she yeah. was way more advanced. So for now, you that was catch the first up. Thing. Right, yeah, exactly. And now you how you looking now, there's no way she'd want to fight you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's annoying because like well, not, going back to the the the, the pro the pro bouts, I mean uh the, the pro sparring, sorry. I think the videos that I sent through to David, they were like the early they were like the early rounds, and then it just got, if I'm being like totally honest, it just got easier and easier after that. Um and then Obviously, I don't know if you know Sandy Ryan. I sparred her, and yeah. you know it's just, like my name's just been going around, and like these pros have just been calling me for sparring. Literally, like you know, I've you know I've won a few things, but only had ten bouts. Like ten bouts is is nothing compared to what a lot of these amateur girls have had. And yeah, yeah, of course. That's that's why I was saying like you've got to be confident in what you're doing, and if you want to really take this seriously, you got to actually think: Can you actually? Be on the same level as these girls, and because I've been in the ring with them, one hundred percent, it's 
it's definitely yes and it's you know being a, being around you know the 258 management and and AJ there's a real opportunity here as well because it's not just about being able to box it, it's about you know the opportunities that you have in front of you because if you think of how many you think about Olympic boxing there's probably so many skilled boxers that don't make it onto that platform just because of the opportunities or the lack of and you know, you, you've got to use your surroundings to your advantage. And, uh, you know, I've got good a good relationship with 258. And, you know, just being around people like AJ is, is my life. So for, for the boxers at Finchley, you don't see it as a wow. It is still a wow because, like, he's the heavyweight champion in the world and he's there. But to us, it's like he's just there on a regular basis. And he's, you know, he's just, you know, he's there to take to, to give you advice he's there to listen he's there to help you where he can and yeah it's just it's something that I'm really really considering obviously that I don't know what the marge will think about that but you know because I've, I've got a full-time job but you know when, when you when you just kind of think you gotta do it when you're young like what the, what the hell what life how are you not yeah. doing something I think how, how quick you climbed mm. is, it, it, it'd be like such a shame to like yeah to let it go, to let it kind of. I, I I think so. I mean, I just, I just, I really enjoy this sport, and obviously, it it's got its downsides, and you know, the health sides and the risks and yeah, all that. Of course, kind of course. Stuff. But, you know, you just got to train hard and just really be work on that defense. You know, when people say work on the defense because you, you know you, you don't want to end up you know like a Muhammad Ali especially like a heavy girl, like I'm like box at 69 kg or, or maybe 75, um, but probably I'll, I'll stick to 69. Um, so, you know, there, there are risks involved, but yeah, these, these girls aren't doing any damage to me. You know, you got to just, you just got to do it. You've got to chase your dreams and just really go for it. And then you've got a contingency plan, you know, you know, I've got a backup plan with the project management. So why why am I not chasing this and this is you know a, a lot of like the little kids they always come up to me and like, they always just talk and just ask for advice and I always just say boxing isn't everything and you really have to have a backup plan because some people that put all their eggs in one basket is very risky you know mm. especially for male boxers because there is there's just an endless amount of talent and you know it's very hard to try and you know even get on a platform on a good platform to perform so as long as my advice, my um, advice would be, as long as you've got a contingency plan and you've got a backup plan, then you know why not. That's that's just my advice. That's just my opinion, because you know boxing isn't forever. You normally retire at around about thirty, maybe thirty-five. So, and, yeah, and that's I, the thing as well. Like you weren't in there from young, getting beat up. Do not you know what at I mean? All. Like you've just yeah. started three years ago, so mm. yeah. So you and, know, and you're gonna be as a, as a person, you're gonna be much smarter. You know what I mean? Than mm. when you're young, so you're not just a person who's grown up and being tough and holding mm -hmm. licks from the age <laughs> of twelve or nothing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah man. Like mm. I remember they they really did tell me about about your mom and that. Like, <laughs> and and you can understand, isn't it? You can understand why why she look at that, but as you yeah. said, like you might just not have to say nothing and then just say, "Mom, I'm popping out," and then your mom turns on the TV and sees you boxing. <laughs> 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 I, I, I'll get the blame, bro. I'll get the blame. Listen, trust me. 
Why did you not stop your sister? Eh? Why is your sister boxing? Eh? <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I find funny? Yeah? Like, we joke about it, but when the Marge came to watch one of my fights, she was the loudest in the room. She was the one screaming the loudest and saying, punch her, punch her. I could hear it from the video. Come on, come on. Punch so it's like, obviously, the Marge, you know, your parents are always going to be protective, especially when it comes to combat sport. And I think a lot of people know that even AJ's mum doesn't go to watch his fights. But the Marge is going to be supportive. Like, she'll say it, she'll say it, she'll say it. Yeah. But... So uh, I've just, from what I've seen from when she's come to one of my fights, oh my gosh, she was almost out there probably punching the air, just like, <laughs> getting so yeah, I, I think whatever my decision is, she'll have her reservations, but I think she'll still be quite supportive in the end. Would, so, you, would you go to like the Olympics before you turn pro, potentially turn pro, would you just go straight to pro? I, do you know what, I think now because I'm just going with the flow and just Seeing what happens, I think, especially with like this championship that's coming up in November, that could open a completely different window. So I think it's all about just getting the wins now. And if that opportunity does pop up, then I would consider it definitely because that's another you know, once in a lifetime thing. You know, you can't just not do it and then come back to it later. So if that was in front of me and that was a real opportunity um, and, I, and I saw it would be feasible, then yeah, for sure. Um because I already got invited down to train with GB, and that was only my eighth bout. Like, they're already looking at me when I had only eight bouts, and the girls around me, they'd had, like, 50, 60, 100. Um, so it was meant to be for three days, but I only ended up going for one day because of COVID. So hopefully they'll resume that again. Um, so, yeah, I've already been down to Sheffield and training with the GB, um, you know, coaches and the GB squad. So, you know, I've already had that taste, and they've already seen me and just, you know, see what I'm capable of. And that was before, I think lockdown, I just switched up the game and I think I just completely changed how I was training. And, you know, they haven't even seen that side yet. So I'm just going to just try and get wins. Just just any fight, anywhere, whatever weight, whether it be 69, 75. And, and then, yeah, just, just see what opportunity um, comes. So what, you've got eight wins, six knockouts, yeah? Ten, ten wins. Uh, no, sorry, uh, 10 fights, eight wins, yeah, about six knockouts slash stoppages or retirement. So the yeah, girls yeah. even not come uh, out. How, how many How many rounds do you do? Three rounds. Um, oh, okay. Is it like three, three two rounds? Minute, three That's kind of good, considering so three, three, three rounds. And you've got yeah, that three, many three, yeah, three threes. But in sparring, like with these pros, I'm doing like eight rounds, nine rounds, 10 rounds. And I'm like, before I'd be like, how the hell have I got this in the tank? And because it's just you're constantly sparring, 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 I'm like, oh my God, I've just done eight rounds. I've just done 10 rounds of these pros. Yeah. So, yeah, but when it comes to like, the amateur, obviously it's different. It'll be a lot more fast paced, but I think for females, my weight as well, you just get the sparring where you can. You just, whatever it is, if it's a pro, if they want to do two minutes, if they want to do three minutes, you just take it. So, yeah, and the pros, they, they box two minutes, yeah. Females box two minutes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they said that, yeah. yeah, but they hadn't even realized. Yeah, I yeah. Think yeah. Obviously to, MMA, MMA is the same, the men's and the women. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I just wanted to touch upon um, a bit of controversy this week between Canelo and uh, Caleb Plant. Uh, just to end things a, uh, a little bit, uh, obviously, they're due to fight uh, in November for the undisputed. 
super middleweight title. A bit of a altercation that happened. Uh, Canelo and Plant got into a bit of. I don't know if anyone watched it. Yeah, I seen that. You see, uh, I see the shove. My man went play. Did you see that? Did you see the slap? Yeah. yeah. They're making a big thing out of the slap. Like, yeah, he caught him. I'm like, yeah, but he slapped him. Yeah, but he cut <laughs> him, like, huh? Huh? Yeah, 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 no, Canelo cut him. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. His people are saying it was his closest. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Plant must have said something about his mum, and then he said, I, I, "I would never say that." Yeah. Then I think contaminating meat just took over. Just like I don't know. Time. There's a language barrier there, anyway, man. I but think cut... I think Canelo plays on it. Apparently, apparently, Plant only said "motherfucker." Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Motherfucker. And then... Yeah, that's what he's saying. You're a motherfucker. You're a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know Canelo was Irish. Well, he is ginger. Yeah, but he sounds sounds different. He sounds different. Yeah. So I think he played on that part. When he was like, um, oh, yeah, you spoke about my mum. But I think, I didn't hear what Plant said, but I think that was what it was. And then he just played on it and then, yeah, kicked off like that. That's why I think it was a language thing, to be honest. Um, so I think it was more like yeah. maybe he didn't understand. I don't know. But he looks like he yeah. said motherfucker before Canelo, anyway, the way he said it. So you must um, know that one means, but... yeah. It obviously puts a little interest in the fight, in it, I guess, because I think yeah. before these people were just like, "This is just another Canelo fight." Yeah. Mm. But, but now it adds a bit of something to it. Uh, you expect it to go to go go Canelo's way, gets the title, and then maybe fights Golovkin for the third time. No, 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 no! I don't want to see that. Really? No, I don't, man. Golovkin, he, he he's not the same anymore, man. It like. Why do a rematch this many years after where one person Canelo... has clearly gone on the up and one person's... That's what Canelo does, man. He will wait. He, he don't want to fight Benavides. He don't want to fight Charlo. He don't want to fight Andre until these men get a bit older. He's going to wait until... Because he, he wouldn't have fought Golovkin in his prime because he knew what would have happened. He blatantly lost the first fight. Yeah, he blatantly lost the first fight anyway. But as I said, like he would win if they fought again now. Uh, and... I rate Glockin, but he's just slowed down too much, man. Yeah, he's like later on, he's relied on them knockdowns a little too much. Who was it? The Ukrainian guy fought, innit? Oh, Devarenko. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a knockdown he got that one in that fight, basically, innit? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, Golovkin's getting hit a, a lot more now yeah, than, yeah, than he yeah, used yeah, to. Yeah. I know Chris Eubank now is now jumping on the on the hype, he wants to fight Golovkin now, even though he lost his pen a couple of years ago and let Kelbrook damage, damage himself with Golovkin. Uh, so. man. Uh, Chris, I don't know what's wrong with that guy, man. Yeah, he's, he's fighting next week because um, uh, he's debuting on Sky Sports uh, with, Bo- uh, with Bo- uh, I think he's with the Sowlands now with their new, uh, new uh, Wasserman boxing. So What, a day with Sky? Yeah, I think they well. Yeah, I think they were sky to doing a deal. So oh. I, I don't. He's fighting this Elbaer guy. I don't know too much about it, but I think he's. I think a little fight before he kind of moves on to a world title 
options at middleweight. So we'll see. So, yeah, it kind of seems like it's uh, coming to the end of the episode. I uh, just want to thank everyone. Uh, Patricia, obviously, being a guest. Uh, how, how do you think it went? It was good. How much do I get paid? I'm just going to choose to ignore that question, but... <laughs> yeah, come on, man. You know your brother. He's tight anyway. He wouldn't be anyway. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. Bloody hell. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's good. It's, it's quite, quite interesting. Um, you know, just having a, a discussion, you know, just about upcoming events. You know, this is quite an exciting event to... You know, to, for everyone, especially for like the casuals and, you know, obviously, you know, the whole world, really. So it was, it was quite interesting to actually just get different opinions from everyone. Um, you know, normally you're sort of surrounded by people who've got the same, the same opinion or, you know, support the same guy. So it was, it was really interesting to hear everyone's thoughts. Um, yeah, thank, thanks for, for coming on anyway, man. Um, what, what did it feel like? Is that your first, like, kind of half interview? No, I've done Obviously a few. Obviously, it's by your brother, isn't it? But still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I've done quite a few, actually. Um, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, I've done quite a few for, like, England boxing. And when I went to Slovenia, like, I did a interview with them there. So, uh, yeah, I've, got, I've had a, a little bit of uh, media experience of all this, <laughs> kind of, all this kind of chat. So, yeah, no, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good fun. It's... it's um, yeah, good to see the the, the, the bro. I didn't, I didn't I didn't actually know how um, into boxing you were really until you know I, I started the boxing and we started talking about boxing. If you know what I mean. Yeah, so, it's, it's, it's always been a little thing of mine. Isn't it? It's either the football or, or the, the boxing, but yeah. I think it, I just I, I, like, I love the boxing, man. Like, like collar or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, we'll look into that. We'll look into that. Yeah. <laughs> gonna, get, gonna get the weight down a bit, you know. Just uh, yeah, we, we, yeah, we're looking into those options anyway. The, <laughs> terms of the weight, we don't need to, we don't need to concentrate on it right now. But like, it's, it's it's on the it's under consideration anyway. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right, that's it, isn't it? That's yeah, right. like I said. Um, you, you can like watch the obviously listen to the the podcast on on Apple, Spotify, uh, was it Google as well, Rim? Yeah, Google Podcast. Google Podcast, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So safe for that, safe Dan, safe David, and thank you, Patricia, man. I appreciate no worries. It. Um, peace.